Welcome to the Somatic Healing Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Melody, two trauma-informed nervous system experts. In this space, we do the work of coming back to our bodies, rewiring the nervous system, and connecting to ease, relaxation, and fun by breaking free from trauma. We dive into how to address trauma in a gentle way, how to create safety in the body, how to connect back to who we really are and show up authentically in the world without spiritual bypassing, toxic positivity, or techniques that leave you feeling stuck or re-traumatized. We are here for long-term sustainable transformation, honoring the body, its needs and desires. Welcome Welcome to to this this portal portal of expansion, healing and and co-regulation. So today we wanted to come here and talk about relationships. Yeah, um, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day for ever, to everyone. Actually, where Melody's from, they don't celebrate Valentine's Day, do you? You celebrate on the 23rd of April, St. George's Day. Catalonia. Yeah, yeah. in Catalonia. Yeah. But we mix culture, we mix our, yeah. what are they called? Celebrations. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> Here's Gimli. For those who are missing him, he's still here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we don't really know what we're going to talk about, do we? We have some points. We have some points, yeah. Um, But basically, I think like the goal of this episode, video, whatever, is mostly to offer some hope when it comes to relationships. I think it can be a very difficult subject for a lot of us. Um, And maybe we just want to talk a bit about you know, how we embrace the word relationship and how it's linked to another system in attachment. Yeah, I think a little bit of what I wanted to share is how you know this relationship differs from past relationships, I know from for both of us, because of the work that we've both been doing separately and together on yeah. our nervous system. Yeah, definitely. And also I just wanted to mention this works for any kind of relationship, right? Like it works for friendship, it works for romantic relationships and romantic relationship of any sort, right? Like monogamous the whole well, spectrum. The whole- right um i wanted to say something i don't know if you wanted to start here but for me before we met i was very clear like i think this is something very important like know what you want and know what you don't want and i think it took me to get to know my nervous system and what felt safe for me and what didn't feel safe for me and i was very clear like honestly i just made a list of the things that were like sort of green flags so things that i was looking in someone and then things that it was a complete no and then some things that were you know oh that would be fine you know if they are vegan great for me that was a non-negotiable like i wanted at least vegetarian but yeah um i think when i met you i was in a, a place of, of this like exploring what felt good for me what didn't feel good for me and of course the more i got to know myself those things themselves have shifted over time yeah you know yeah um, of course but i do think it's important for anyone looking not looking for a relationship but where do you want to go (laughs) anyone in any relationship yeah connecting with other people to be aware of what is it that you want what is it that makes you feel good and what is it that you that's a no for you like for example it could be yeah maybe we can give some examples so it's clear for people it could be um, more maybe like surface things like I don't want to be with somebody who smokes or and it can go as deep as I don't want to be with somebody who 
he's abusive, you know, somebody who shouts at me, somebody who gaslights me. Yeah, and he actually would invite you to go deep, right? And just go out of the surface level things and think about past relationships, think about your childhood, think about your friendships, what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And I want you to have high standards. Like, I don't want you to think, oh my God, I'm not going to find anyone like that because that's, you know, I'm going to have very high expectations. These are not expectations. I'm talking about standards that you deserve as a human being, right? Because when I was saying these things to people, they're like, oh my God, you're such a perfectionist. And yes, I do have a perfectionist part, but this is not about perfectionism. This is about what I want for myself. And I fully respect that. Yeah, it reminded that reminded me of me having a conversation with my mom at some point, and I was telling her the sort of the things I was looking for. And at that point, they were like, "Yeah, I want someone vegan. I want someone who does yoga. I want someone who likes nature." And my mom, she said to me, "Like, you know, you're not going to find that person. Like, you need to settle." And I said, "No, I'm not going to settle. I will find what I want." And I did. Yeah, I got the same comments from from my dad once. And and I'm very happy because actually I understand this feeling of I'm not going to find anyone like that because I can feel like that with friendship sometimes. Yeah. But then I found you and I think that was like the biggest proof that I have. What are you looking at? It is one hobby. Um, yeah. And some more examples like some of my list where I don't want someone, you know, that insults me or makes fun of, you know, makes fun of me or that raises their voice. I don't want someone that invalidates me. And of course, these things can happen, right? Like I might invalidate you, you might invalidate me. But I think the key is I want someone that knows how to repair. And take responsibility now and have accountability for their actions. Exactly. And for me, it was very important. Someone that was doing the inner work, someone that hold themselves accountable. Someone that was willing to work on themselves, work on their relationship, work with me, that was actually doing something, right? I didn't want bypassing or spiritual bullshit and things like that. I had a bit of that, I think, when we met, but I was still... No, you were spiritual, but I never felt you bypassing or, like, bullshitty and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I think so. Um, and then again, like those lists of things that, oh, that would be great. Like for me, veganism was not an unusual, although I'm very, very happy, right? But yeah. like things that maybe you might like, oh, if they like hiking, that would be great. You know, or if we share the same hobbies, like whatever you like, right? Like those can be like, oh, this is an extra. Yeah. And I think what I mentioned before about like smoking and stuff, I, I, I think like at the time that we met, I was still like dabbling in drugs and that, that for you was a non-negotiable. Yeah. So that became a conversation like, can we make this work? Like, how far are you willing to bend? How far are you willing to bend? Like, will you give it up? And and, and I love what you mentioned, actually, because a lot of time we jump in relationships and we don't have those uncomfortable conversations, but actually it's very important to find out who the other or other people, other person, other people are to see if this is someone that you want. Because, for example, the drug subject was a non-negotiable for me. Yeah. Right. If we didn't have that conversation and we were just like, you know, drawn, I don't know, like crazy about the hormones. Yeah. We we might just have left it aside and then like, oh, it's not that important. It's not that important when it actually is conversations about money, conversation about, you know, I don't know, future conversations about. Yeah. For me, when we met, it was the first relationship where I've gone into it thinking sort of long term like thinking realistically and talking about like you said these big things like where do we both stand on this stuff because you know when we met I was 
I was 30, no, I think. Yeah. And I, I, I wasn't, it's not like oh, I'm not young anymore. That's not what I'm trying to say, but I wasn't looking for just something. I didn't want to just play around anymore. If I was, I knew that at that point, if I was going to enter in a relationship, a committed relationship, I wanted it to be something worth my time, you know, something that was going to, I was going to be able to work with and build on, not just like a six month fling or something like that. That's not what I wanted. No. I wasn't interested in. So having these conversations was the, it's the first time I've ever gone into a relationship like that, like looking at. Yeah, me too. But how do we both feel about these things? What do we both want? And, yeah. And I think that was very important for us because imagine at the beginning you'd have said like, oh no, like, um, I don't know, maybe I really wanted children and you were a no. And like you say, but when you jump into it all in the hormones and in the love, it's like, oh, you know, maybe she'll change her mind or maybe I can change my mind. Maybe it doesn't matter. But you'll find that maybe two, three, four, five, six years down the line. Those things do matter. If that for me is a yes and it's for you a no, there's an incom incompatibility there that that is going to waste your time. It's just going to waste your time. And then by that time, I'd be pushing 40 and trying to find someone else to have kids with. <laughs> yeah. And what you said, just let me to two points. Let me see if I remember the two of them. One of them is like, because even, first of all, we don't mean that relationship have to last forever. Of course, I want ours <laughs> to last forever. Right? But not we should just... talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just like conscious connections, right? Like, are you going to invest your time with someone that maybe has very conflicted values with you? And not to say that we have to agree on everything because we definitely don't agree on everything. No. But there are certain pillars of life that like you were saying, for example, if one of us would want to have kids and the other one was a complete no, maybe marriage, you know, like finances, values, like very important things that actually you want to be on the same page. And I encourage you to have those conversations, even though it feels very nice at the beginning, even though you're like, oh my God, like it needs that anchor to yourself because I have to, I have to have that. I had to have that when we met because mm -hmm. I was feeling all the things and I had to come back to myself again and again every day to remind myself of what I want and to be very present and like sort of scanning Jen for signs of danger and signs of safety and assess it. Like that was yeah. what was going on in my head, you know, yeah. and in my body. Okay, so I think for me, this is the first point, which is like, okay, when we are entering relationships, right? Yeah, it's very easy to be swept away in, in all of the hormones. And, and, you know, that time of a relationship is beautiful. So, you know, enjoy it. But I remember us being very cautious with each other and, and often asking each other the question are we in a trauma bond remember we were like no no we're not are we no I don't think so like we were very cautious like we were enjoying our time together but we were cautious to not lose ourselves in the process yeah both of us and I think that was beautiful because it did feel very hormonal right like I mean for me it was obvious like I didn't want to eat and that was a big thing for me because coming from eating disorders I had to really pull myself back together you know and listen to my body and honor my needs and do the things that I have to do in order to keep a good relationship with food but yeah like we were constantly asking each other things we were constantly like trying to be very conscious about what we were building and how we were feeling yeah right yeah it was a uh, from the beginning because even before we met face to face we, we were talking we met online and we were talking for a few months very yeah. vulnerably from the beginning, opening up about deep feelings and wants, desires, needs, everything was, was like laid out from the beginning. And, and yeah, yeah, I think it was just that. We were very cautious and 
conscious about what we were creating together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I also wrote here something about vulnerability. It doesn't mean that you just have to, you know, like spit your trauma in the first day or anything like that. But I feel it does require a level of vulnerability. Yesterday, I think you mentioned, yeah, when we were in the beach and you asked me if I wanted something long term, like having those difficult questions. Yeah, it was quite early on and and we'd gone. You taking me to to Altafuya to the beach for a date, which was just overstimulating for me. <laughs> but I remember being on the beach and, and I got very nervous. But I wanted to ask, like, is this long term for you or, or not? Because if it's not, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to like waste either of our time because I was like looking for something long term at that point. I didn't. For me, I was very happy to be single, so I didn't want to jump into a relationship that wasn't going to serve me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For me, the same. And then there was also other difficult conversations that I think sort of led me to the point of like, I think it's very useful to know yourself and know your trauma and your nervous system and your attachment, because then you can understand the other person and you can actually, you know, verbalize those things. Mm -hmm. Because I remember one day, I think we were about to meet and you've mentioned, I have to tell you, but the avoidant attachment is being triggered. Yeah. A lot of things felt different with you from the beginning. Um, because I was aware of my attachment style, I'd started looking at, you know, what, what I was, I don't know how to say it, like my attachment style. Um, and yes, avoidant, anxious, bit of everything basically, but I was aware about how I was feeling and disorganized attachment. Yeah, I was aware about how I was feeling and you know, normally in the past, I would be like blowing hot and cold. You know, I wouldn't have told the other person because I wouldn't have had the awareness. I, I would know I was feeling like, oh, I don't want to talk to them today. Not that that's how I felt about you. <laughs> but it felt good for me to be able to say, you know what, this is how I'm feeling. It's nothing personal. I just want you to know, like, I'm still here for you. Just this is what's going on. So, so it gave, it was freeing in the sense for me that I was able to express myself how I expressed how I felt and also it felt respectful to, to let you know like this is what's going on because otherwise you would be there like oh she's been so nice all week now all of a sudden what's I think that was very healing for me it was very uncomfortable of course when I received that I could feel my physiology like reacting well and my heart race and then it was during this thought and like oh my god oh my god you know like they might run away they might not want to be with me and all these things mm-hmm. But at the same time, I could also, again, find myself and understand, oh, wow, they are opening up and they are letting me know that actually the attachment, you know, the attachment is being triggered. I know it's not about me. Like, can I honor that? And can I also honor myself, right? Like, how can I take care of myself while I'm in discomfort? Is there something that they need in order to feel safer? So their avoiding attachment is not triggered as well, right? So yeah um i think yeah it's it's you know that avoidant attachment doesn't necessarily have to be anything to do with the other person either because i know that day it wasn't anything you had done it was probably you know maybe i was pissed off with work and life was overwhelming so my my response to that was like i just want to push everyone out so it wasn't you and i think having that understanding of our own and each other's attachment styles allows us to try to make conflict as safe as possible. It gives us an understanding of the other person, why they act the way they do in certain situations. Like I know if we have an argument, 
I need, I have this need inside, like, I need to know you still love me, like, don't go away. And yours is more like, I need to go and take time by myself. So there's this, like, conflicting push and pull, no? Like, yeah. you, you need to go and take care of your needs. But in this sense, my needs become dependent on you. Like, I can't, I have this speech in my head, like, I can't feel safe until you're here with me. I can't feel safe until you tell me that you love me. And having that understanding allows me to, okay, come on, like, this is the, this is the past talking, like, I can take care of myself, and we will come back together, you know, she does still love me, and it also able, if you understand me, you're also able to tell me, like, okay, yes, I still love you, but I need to go and take my time. Yeah, and again, not to say that this is easy, no, right? Jesus this Christ, is no. <laughs> very, very uncomfortable, and that we're still navigating, and I feel like, we probably will navigate our whole lives, you know, probably easier, of course. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but you know, it is difficult for me in conflict to actually tell you, you know what, I still love you and I'm yeah. here for you. So, you know, it takes a lot of work. And I guess for you the same to maybe, you know, express whatever, like, oh, I can feel like I am relying on you. And, and, and I know that's not felt like, well, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but is this like okay there's all of this trigger there's all of all of this trauma and then there is your connection to self <laughs> it sometimes goes missing very yes <laughs> yes and that is when it comes like the power of repair <laughs> yeah. like can we sit down once we are calm you know and 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 better so we can actually have a conscious conversation about what happened and repair if necessary if trust has been broken or yeah i think that's something that i we've been practicing especially the past couple of weeks is is that like when i feel myself becoming reactive is this r thing that i everything everything that i do in my work is involving like a three r process a four r process <laughs> <laughs> you love this thing yeah it would be like so when i feel myself reacting can i then remove myself from that situation before i start uh, well react ah uh, react remove remove so feel the reaction, okay. remove myself before, because if I don't remove myself, I tend to, you know, say things I don't mean, get yes. snappy, become very needy, or sometimes even a bit aggressive. And rah. So notice my physiology or oh, what's going on. Okay, I'm starting to get angry. I'm going to re remove myself. And when I remove myself, can I resource? So can I find something that brings me back to my baseline that brings me back to a sense of safety, you know, whether that be going for a walk, taking a bath, calling a friend whatever it is and then coming back to reconnect and repair how we're gonna make a course out of it sorry i can't this relationship coaches now <laughs> we are not um but but i do feel i am very proud of the relationship that i have and i think it's such a huge milestone for me like i feel like relationships were horrible throughout my whole life yeah and having you you know and both of us being so committed to each other and so committed to ourselves even though it's uncomfortable because relationships are going to trigger your deepest traumas like I've spent with you most of my day right and and yeah you're going to trigger things from my past and I'm going to trigger things from your <laughs> past so understanding that relationships are uncomfortable, but there are ways to navigate them and there are ways to make them feel fulfilling, right? Like I feel so loved and so taken care of. I'm good. Um, <laughs> it's nice to talk about this, but yeah, it hasn't been like 
a walk in the park, has it? Hasn't it hasn't been easy at, at any point. It's got easier, but we're not I don't want to sit here today and, and tell you like Oh we're perfect. No we never are you <laughs> we do just finish me yeah. like hey, what's wrong with you? <laughs> nothing you're grumpy <laughs> <laughs> like, let's do the podcast <laughs> no um, certainly not but it does get easier and, and I don't believe in that sentence like you have to love yourself before you can love someone else no I, I, there is truth in it but I do think knowing yourself knowing your triggers knowing your physiology really does play an important role in building a, a healthy safe relationship because if I had no idea why, when you say this certain thing, I get angry, it would be this constant fight, no? But it's like, oh. You've, I'm sure you experienced it in the past, haven't you? Like, I'd like to block the past out, I think, and not go back there. But yes, I mean, the past, the past relationships have been explosive, really, really toxic from my side as well, for sure. Like, I, I take responsibility. I was a very bad partner at points. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to deny that um so yeah, I, I think I was perfect and they were horrible <laughs> but I'll take responsibility from my from my part uh, but yeah I think like past relationships can be a great example a great example example of how you dealt with things and and you know it can change like is what you're saying once you become aware of your physiology of your trauma and you don't have to know yourself fully right like it doesn't mean like now I have to know yeah I'm like this because of this no it's more like understanding what you want understanding what you want to move to and then understanding how your body is responding to things because then you can work from there right there has to be willingness from all the sides involved you know in whatever connection you're in yeah i don't know what else to say <laughs> no i'd be like okay um, <laughs> um let, let me check my notes in case i'm missing something well, I think we, we sort of touch on things that I, for me was very important to mention that. So when you are like in a dating process or like getting to know someone before you actually connect in an intimate way with them, emotionally intimate, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that, like when you understand your physiology, then it is easier for you to navigate relationships because then you're not at the mercy, you know, of, of the ups and downs and things, but you actually know what's happening and yeah. how can you can navigate that. I think like for me and we mentioned this a lot like nervous system work allows you to respond instead of react because yeah if I look back on my past relationships it was constant reaction I was never responding to the other person I was just reacting to what they said all the time but with you I mean there are times when I still react for sure but over time it's crept in a little bit of like understanding and, and maybe it can be hard in the middle of conflict but trying to keep that curiosity about you like why is this happening where is this coming from and not always making it about me you know constantly like oh I'm a bad person or oh she doesn't love me it's understanding like what is going on and and having that just allowing the other person space to to heal I guess and I think there's more space more space right between because there must be a reaction but maybe there's more space between the trigger and the reaction right like yeah. a slowly go even you know if there was a reaction then afterwards even in the moment you're aware of that reaction you're like oh my god i'm not reacting after you know you can reflect and know what was going on because in the past it's just like yeah 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 like, there, was, and, there was no like it was 
trigger react whereas now it can be trigger and then there's maybe a, a little choice like do I want to react? And sometimes that choice is like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, okay, no, I'm going to remove myself. Yeah. Resource. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise it's like trigger, react, resentment. I think for me, like there is part of it is very, very resentful. And I was living from resentment constantly. Right. And I think it's because there are missing things. Of course, there was build resentment for all that stuff. But anyways, I don't want to miss my point. Um, which was? I was going to say which was. Would <laughs> you care to enlighten us? <laughs> no, no, I had, I had no point. I think then, if there's nothing else you want to say, um, no, I guess just yeah, the nervous system work for me allowed me that allowed me to become more in control of my reactions, to understand myself, to know my attachment style and why, why it's that way, and it gave me a lot more compassion for myself and for the other person and well for you in the relationship yeah actually i did i do want to mention something because now it's very important what you're saying because life is going to present us challenges right like this past year has been quite challenging for us for different reasons yeah and i do feel it's very easy when you're going through something you know something external to yourself that is challenging it is easy to just pay with your partner right because like your nervous system is not feeling safe therefore it's easier you know to react like like lash out exactly because you are perceiving danger everywhere right so at least when you actually have an understanding of the nervous system and are able to know what's going on in your physiology it just gives you a choice and at least it gives you more understanding and more compassion right because when things are great relationships i mean this is commonly known right like when almost like the matrimonios when marriages like when marriages are going you know through financial struggle or things like that there are more divorces because people don't know how to navigate difficult times whereas when you actually have an understanding of your nervous system and have a baseline of regulation you can navigate discomfort easily with yourself and then with who whomever you know you're sharing your life with yeah and i think there's absolutely no shame in in getting help external support and if anything i would encourage it for couples uh couples quadruples anyone who anyone (laughs) anyone who's in a connection yeah yeah like there's no shame i think in the past it would seem like oh you're having marriage counseling and something must be deeply wrong with your relationship but no fuck no like it would be opposite like have it early so that you don't need it at the moment of crisis. Like, exactly. You know. So you can just have someone there supporting you. The same way that you look for support, you know, for, for your own well-being. Why not looking for support for as well entity, for, for the whole entity, you know, of, of the connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's about to throw up or he's just having EPO. Oh, God, people don't want to hear that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so think, happy Valentine's Day yeah, <laughs> from all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to end this podcast. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for being here. Yeah. yeah, thank you for joining me on my podcast. Thank you for joining <laughs> me on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's not finishing. You have to play it. Well, we'll be here forever with this laptop. Well, now bye. If your body is feeling like a yes to this nervous system healing and expansion work, we are here to help you with that. Our private coaching is the best place to get long-term, personalised support in order to work by your side, 
creating a foundation of safety and co-regulation and allowing and working on allowing your nervous system to feel ease peace and freedom through regulation message us on instagram if you have any questions we offer our private coaching on a sliding scale and there are payment plan options available you can work with both of us or one of us and if you're looking for a shorter term container message us to know more about our programs thank you so much for being here